babies. My greater point was, let's save that top five segment for when we actually need it. There's lots of stuff to talk about today, and yet we've still rattled Thank on. Uh, because, and I am, now I'm angry. Great. Fucking now I'm angry. Cool. You've been uh, angry what? the whole time. <laughs> All day. <laughs> you know, the thing about me is, I'm always angry. I know. That's why it's not a surprise to me. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. Why don't you uh, kick us off with some <laughs> opening takes? Uh, thank you there, Richard. Let's play a little game. This is called the top 10 selected quarterbacks in the past 10 drafts. How many would you select to build a franchise around? Ready? Let's I begin. knew, uh, yo, fuck you, this wasn't poking holes at Bo Nix. This is 1,000% a fucking spiteful against Rich. Poking, no, I called top it from 10? the fucking jump. Did I you not see? call that from the fucking jump? In 2014, the number three selection was Blake Bortles. He is now retired. Would you take him on your team? No. Okay. Pass. 2015, Jameis Winston no. won. Marcus Mariota, no. career no. backups no. now. Uh, 2016, this might be a good interesting one. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. No, no. Neither. Perfect. Uh, 2017, Mitch Trubisky and then Patrick Mahomes at 10. Mahomes. Fuck Mahomes, no. <laughs> Uh, 2018, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and Josh Rosen. Wait, blockhead. all of those were top 10? Give, give me that? blockhead. Baker Mayfield was first overall. Sam Darnold was three. Josh Allen was seven. And jo- uh, Josh Ross. This is uh, a Rosen spiteful was, mayo uh, take. 10. That's what this is. That's not a bad, uh, that's not a bet for that many quarterbacks taking the top 10 and how bad usually it goes. That's not, that's not terrible. I mean, would you take they- Josh Allen though on your team? I'll take Blockhead because of the okay, so that's uh, one for you guys. Field, okay. Obviously, I'll take Mahomes too. And you, you know, Mayfield's okay. making a case. Baker's making a case. He's on yeah. the cups. He's on He's the on cups. cups. See what he does this week. Uh, 2019, we had Kyler Murray and then Daniel Jones at six. I think you got to go Kyler Murray. I'll probably take there. Kyler. You build a franchise. You try to build a franchise around him. Very good. Uh, 2020, Joe Burrow, obviously top 20, uh, top five quarterback yeah, all top time. Top 20, top 20. Top five. Top uh, then you had Tua and then Justin Herbert at six. Herbert, Tua can kick rocks. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Oh, you uh, 20, 2021, you Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence. Number two was Zach Wilson. And then three was Trey Lance. Lawrence, Lawrence yes. Uh, and then this year, uh, not this year, but 2023 was Bryce Young. No, CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson. I mean, you got to go Stroud. He's got to go Stroud. So that's seven out of 22, which would be what? And just allow percentage? me to take this one moment to uh, point out Bobby's worst take so far uh, on the on some of my God sports it, show. Fine, whatever. CJ Stroud take that he would suck, okay? We're all wrong. I've simply pointed out that he got a zero on a, a test, okay? He yeah, but you, what, what you forgot was he went to go play football in Texas, and that shit doesn't matter down there. Mm-mm. Fine, whatever. You got me. <laughs> What's your point, Ray? Uh, that basically there's a... Out of 22 quarterbacks that were selected in the top Seven 10. divided of- by 23. What's the number? You tell me. This is your segment. Uh, it's like 30%. It's just what? about one out of three. Yeah. Yeah. Just basically one out of three. That. How so many basically- did we pick? How many did we actually seven pick? Seven out of 23. Seven. We picked seven? Yeah. Okay. That's not that's not as bad as um as you would think. So what you're saying is there's a 33% hit uh, hit chance on a top 10 quarterback? Yep. Okay. That's what now we're you, up against now. you build now. a franchise per, around. For the head coach, that's what we're up against. Yep. One out of three. I'm just giving the math, boys. It's, it's, it's a fucking shot in the dark. And your conclusion is? Don't draft a quarterback in the top 10. Got it. Bob, your opening take. Very Thanks good. Thanks for that, Ray. That was perfect. 
Um, I mean, my initial waited, sorry, Bobby, that could have waited for the fucking segment that we have about uh, it literally says Simple Minds big big board draft draft segment we have scheduled for the entire show. We could have just done that in the segment. That's but not on here. It's fine. I mean, we you know that's fine. That's seven felt minute like a segment, take. not an opening take. That's fine, right? Go. No, go. it's whatever. It was, a, it was an exercise that we just did together. Well, I feel better. Now no, we all I'm, know. I'm glad that you've uh, qualified. Bo Nix is gonna be a failure, you fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There it is. Go ahead, Bobby. My initial impressions of uh, Gerard Mayo are as follows. The man is certainly comfortable in his own skin. Um, what color He skin? seemed a little arrogant. Um, he calls Bob Craft thunder. Uh, it was He was a little strange. Uh, he's certainly very confident in himself. I think it's a big high-risk, high-reward pick here. He, he either is what he says he is, which he came off as very confident, brash. It seems like he's known he's going to be the head coach for about the past five years. He fucking acted like he was uh, totally like this was coming. Um, but uh, my BS meter was it was off a little bit. Like there was something maybe a little bit wrong, but uh, I don't know. It's the first time I've heard him. But those those are my initial impressions of our of our new head coach. Yeah, um, let me just reframe that a little bit from your moderate take and make it a simple mind take. Bullshit meter is through the fucking roof. Mm. This guy is uh, high risk, no reward. Uh, the reward on this will be competency at best. The risk is massive, total failure. Uh, bullshit meter is through the roof. This guy's a rah rah, never done it before. Corporate speak hack that has gone through the craft uh, mold in management um, development training and. I got a lot to say about about one Gerard Mayo in, the, in that press conference that we got from him in the interviews he's given since. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Is it weird? Can I ask you real quick, though? Is it weird because Bill Belichick never did this? It was out in the media and spotlight and like it's part of it. it. It's part of it from both sides of it. Um, but, you know, why don't we wait to the segment? That's what the show is about to get to that. Right, right. Uh, I'll give you my opening take. Uh, seeing as we didn't get to it, let's I'll just shift to the NFL playoffs. Um the Cowboys are who we thought they were. Nobody's winning this Super Bowl this year. I'm convinced that somebody will lose it. There are a bunch of losing teams out there. Even the teams that look good this week, uh, last week, the Bills, for example, are prime example uh, of a team that will lose instead of win. The Dolphins proved it. The Cowboys proved it. Um, the Lions tried to prove it. Is The Lions tried to Lions it, and the Rams just didn't have enough to take it over. There's just a lot of underwhelming, I think, performances. But... Some positive kind of, uh, you know, uh, underdog sprinkled in there. Texans, Lions, that kind of thing. So it's an entertaining product still, but just, I don't know, a continuation of bad football into the playoffs. Uh, and the Cowboys are the epitome of it. What a disgusting display. Awesome. Pre predictable. M massively predictable, but disgusting play of football. Let's see what the 49ers and Ravens give us as the top seeds this weekend. But um yeah, I don't know. I'm conflicted when it comes to that. So uh, we'll get back to that. We'll do the uh, Bill Belichick, or I'm sorry, the Gerard Mayo presser. Um, and how many how many buses can Bill Belichick fit under? You guys didn't quite touch on that in your opening take, Bobby. But good God, the veiled shots and the non-veiled shots of Belichick in this thing was whew, high, heavy, <laughs> heavy-handed there. When it comes to our coaches, yeah, we'll, we'll be better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be better. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of clips from that audio clips. Uh, some of mine's big board. Ray gave you basically three quarters of that segment, so that should be fast once we get there. Uh, I've I've certainly got an opinion on that. If you want to get it, 
uh, in writing, go to SimpleMindSports.com. The blog's called Bo Knows. Suck it, bitches. You guys are out of Bo Nicks. I'm fucking in all the way. I've already got the big board slotted out. Uh, we could pick that one apart and get back to the NFL playoffs. Uh, this or that. We're back to this or that from Chief Bobby. We're taking a break on the conspiracy theories for a little bit. And Simplest Minds of the Week. This is the Simple Minds Sports Show Friday Rewind, January 19th. Welcome to the show. Fourteen minute, fourteen minute cold cold open there. Nice job, Bobby. You know the 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 production schedule has us at five, and I didn't see that in there. I don't know how I don't know how long it takes to run through the quarterbacks drafted top ten in the past ten years, but I'm guessing that was twelve, thirteen minutes. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, you're welcome. Uh, very classy look today from the three of us. Um, new room from Bobby. Ray's got his uh, shifted shifted around podcast studio. So I can play uh, video games. So it's easier for him to play video games, which is very Thank important uh, to him. Um, if you're <laughs> listening on your prefer- preferred uh, podcast platform. It's called Sweaty by Five-Year-Olds. Well, he loses Fortnite. <laughs> Rate, subscribe, review, and tell your friends, as always, tell your mother, your mothers, your mothers, mothers, my mother, uh, just your Gerard Mayo press conference. Let me get back to these veiled shots and non-veiled shots at uh, Bill Belichick. The one that he mentioned twice, maybe three times, he used the word echo chamber. So that doubles for both my takes on this, uh, my ranting on him being a corporate speak uh, guy that has has said nothing in the past two days since he's been in front of the media to showcase his uh, football knowledge and ability. Now we assume it's there. He played in the league a very long time at a high level was highly regarded a captain from his rookie year, blah, 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 blah. We know the resume uh, spent time in corporate America, which I want to get to in a second with that's getting blown way out of proportion. If anyone's done a little bit of digging into that, that thing was bullshit. Uh, but this echo chamber, echo chamber, echo chamber, obviously that's Belichick. The big knock on oh, yeah. Belichick is he's, he is he took his inner circle down way too small, was not listening to his scouts. That's why his drafting sucked. Um, and, and that echo chamber comment from Mayo that we heard a couple times uh, is just a microcosm for the sentiment we're getting out of Patriot Place and the crafts is basically judging on their moves so far, it was all Bill Belichick's fault. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. was Belichick's yes. fault. They've kept yeah. everybody in place. Now, to their credit, it looks like they're doing a full search for coordinators, both offense and defense. I saw one post that already said uh, O'Brien, like a thank you to the New England Patriots. So he might be yeah, gone. It, kinda, it almost seems like he is not coming back at this point. Which I, yeah. Is he breaking his contract or is he just like, do they release him? Like what's going on? The whole thing is weird. Like the, It is very weird because that... it's not a one-year deal. I think it was a multi-year deal. So I thought he was coming back no matter what. Kraft avoided questions on the GM search and what they're doing there, but the reports are they're not hiring anybody. They're starting to interview maybe for after the draft, which makes no sense unless Jonathan's Kraft's uh, draft, baby. That's what's going to end up happening. It's he's a fucking the little bit of digging I did. He's a fucking cunt that guy. 
So the Wickersham piece has him uh, not shining the best of light. Weird that he was at neither press conference, neither the Belichick exit press conference or the Mayo introduction press conference. Jonathan Kraft was nowhere to be found. Asked directly about it, Robert Kraft said there was something more important in, uh, that came up unexpectedly with their other businesses that he had to handle. So that was weird. Um, the other stuff that Mayo said, uh, specifically he said, I'm going to, I'm going to try to not be Bill, not be Bill Belichick, which you expect that that was fine. Yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't get my hair up about that one, but, um, he said, we're going to learn from each other. We're going to learn from others. We're going to learn from experts specifically talked about, uh, in the weight room. I don't know how I'm not an expert in squatting, you know, I'll lean on the squat guys for that. Uh, he also he made said, a, he also made something about like. That's how we find winners or something that when you go into the weight room, you can like identify yeah, that, that. He was asked it was about like the offense and then started talking about the shot, weight room. Pretty much. So I'll get to that in a second. I just want to continue on the bill thing. Cause I think that was a Mac Jones shot. Um, the other two, two pieces I pulled out of here, he said titles are important. He was asked if he's going to name a defensive coordinator and he didn't say yes, but he did say, well, I think he did say yes. He didn't say, he did who. say yes, but he, he specifically said titles are important. They, uh, you know, help people move forward. They help their careers advance. They give people uh, reason. Shot at Bill. Shot, massive shot at Massive Bill. shot. Famously did not give um, uh, uh, titles. Uh, and then. Specifically Mayo. He didn't give Mayo that title. That's like pretty much wasn't, derailed. Was, he wasn't he Flores the career. defensive coordinator by name when he was there? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's been I like this for a while now. Yeah. Mm. Last, last D coordinator was Patricia. Okay. So 18, 19, no, 18, 17, 17. Oh, he left in 18 when they, yeah. after the Super Bowl. They lost to the Eagles and he, he left. Flores, yeah. won. Sorry. Flores won in 18. He, oh, lost, sorry. he left after the Eagles. Super Bowl. He went to the Lions. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Super Bowls. Uh, before that, it was probably Ben Genie, I think, had the coordinator, had the coordinator, and then he left after a year, and then it was decades without one. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Belichick was decoded, was the coordinator. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Romeo so, Cornell, no, he was before. Well, yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the last one before that was Mangini. Mangini before him was Cornell, so it wouldn't be the last one. You see, chronological order, linear time. I was saying before. I, I saying understand. Before. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and then direct shot. Uh, when asked about uh, his experience, Mayo said he went to, um, uh, into the corporate world specifically because. I quote, I needed a break from Bill. Not a joke. Just said, I needed a break from Bill. And then Robert Kraft was like, yeah. You know, he was like, yeah. Breach. I get it. I get it, brother. Uh, and then he had some sweet comments about black stuff. <laughs> that initial, was just cringeworthy, man. The initial one with Kraft was trying to explain. Uh, 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 announced his... The, his family and his brothers, and he announced one of his brother's names wrong, which I would have, of course, everybody would have. But <laughs> what he said too was, "Don't worry, it's a black name. We'll get you. We'll fix that for you later. Yeah, we'll teach you. We'll teach you thunder. <laughs> you know why you call him thunder? Because it's a dick. It's thunder claps, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I fucking hate that he calls the owner of the New England Patriots thunder. It's That's Mr. Stupid. Kraft, you dick. You're yeah. 37. You're younger than us. Call that man Mr. Kraft. For Not fuck's thunder. Sake. Thunder, thunder, or at least thunder. just Robert." Jesus Christ, thunder. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you guys want to harp on the the Bill Belichick or talk about the Bill Belichick (laughs) piling on before we move on from that, uh, and I will get to the the whole vibe of what is Gerard Mayo and what it means, and I have some thoughts on that. But do do you think it was warranted? Do you think they were trying to make a point to 
distance themselves from Bill by throwing him under the bus so much, or was it uh, was it genuine? Did they did they have that much animosity towards him at the end, where like it was just natural for them to take so many shots at him? Your- uh, this is Robert Kraft's mo. He started with when Brady left. It wasn't me. I you know I really wanted Tommy here. He's like a son to me, well, but I mean- yet. You were the one that took the franchise tag away so he could leave and you didn't do anything to fucking keep him here. It's like step in and say, Bill, no, we're keeping Tom like fix this shit. And then the next thing was, uh, yeah, all these losses. They haven't won a playoff game since uh, when Tom left. And now that it's come to an end, it's Bill, Bill, Bill. It's Bill's fault. It wasn't any of our fault. We were trying to do our best when we were been the bottom uh, third of the league in uh, cap spending the past four years, I believe. So, yeah. It is Kraft's fault, but yet he doesn't want any of the blame, so he's just trying to put it on to someone else. Now it's Bill. I think when it comes to all the shots, it was inevitable. I mean, Bill's shadow was so big in that. it's a, So if they're saying that they're going to do anything differently, you say it's a shot of Bill because Bill was obviously doing it the opposite way. So it, it, it was inevitable, but some of it was just like pretty blatant. Um, I thought some of it was just arrogance on the part of Mayo and Kraft. Uh, but it was, I I think there was certainly, uh, some animosity. I mean, also in, um, all of the talking Mayo did when they, uh, they asked Mayo, but how was your last, you know, the last time you saw Bill and he was like, yeah, well we didn't hug or something like that. Like pretty much, yeah. Uh, confirming it's like, yeah, it was a little frosty at the end. And it's also been reported about how this whole thing came out with Mayo was actually in writing people knew. And that was also just part of all this uh, dysfunction that happened. Um, Which you could say is created by the craft for creating a lame duck coach. And then, you know, setting up an arrogant Mayo around the building, which is probably also why these reports had come out. So it was, it was absolutely inevitable. Yeah. And uh, when those reports about Mayo and people kind of not liking him, I thought that that was more of of the Belichick versus Kraft thing and the Belichick people were putting those reports out. But after this presser, like, I don't know, I don't maybe it's arrogance, whatever the vibe that they're giving off is like, he's just happy to be there. They're happy to be rid of Bill and rid of this cranky old man. And forgetting the fact that you just went four and 13 and you were part of that staff Gerard. So like, it's like, they're not even, a, they're not even talking about the fact that their team fucking blows and they but got a lot, shit ton of work to do. A lot of it was on the offensive side of the ball. It wasn't the defense, which Gerard was coaching. So it's so another shot at bill. Like you brought, you couldn't do anything to fix this. You guys got Mac Jones here and you couldn't make him <clears> the boy <throat> wonder like you did with Tom. So you know, it's your fault, not ours. That's all good and dandy right now in the press conference. But guess of what, course. Gerard? As of whatever that press conference yesterday, you're the head coach. That's no longer Bill's fault. It's your problem. So yeah. let's not let's not sit here and and dump uh, dirt on the man's grave. Now that it's your fault, now it's your problem. Okay, mm-hmm. now everything is your problem. It has nothing to do with Belichick. Move on. Move forward. So what the whole thing. That's what we've been told from the Patriots forever. Is we're mo- we're moving forward. We're looking forward. And it just felt like they there was this like gasp, even from the media. They gave the guy fucking multiple rounds of applause. It was a press conference. It wasn't yeah. a team meeting. <laughs> These are that was guys. fucking. It weird. was such a strange thing. It was very. It was a very very weird. It's like ding dong, the king is dead. It's like Jesus, yeah. guys. Like six Super Bowls, <laughs> yeah. nine of like. It wasn't all his fault. I can guarantee you that. 
Yeah. Which makes me very nervous about what they're going to look like moving forward. Cause I don't believe that it's just a void of bill and now everything will be fixed specifically uh, in the fact that they're not bringing in new per- personnel people. Now there's reports. Belichick got a second interview with the Falcons. All po- signs point to he's going to Atlanta and there's going to be a mass exodus of staff members and Belichick's kids and whoever else is going to come. Um, Matt grow. And I know, you know, a lot of people, again, are probably happy about that. Those were those were the problem. You know, it's very easy to blame shit on people when they're uh, gone. as they're walking out the door with nothing, with no uh, results to have to uh, account for. That's very easy to do. But the season's not that far away. And basically, your season starts now. You've got to hire staff. You've got to hire personnel. You've got a uh, free agency coming up with a lot of money and a lot of expectations. And you got a draft to prepare for, like... Which is weird because you thought they would bring like inner guys in for these roles, but now they're going to be waiting. So like, what are you waiting for? Who are your candidates? Are you waiting for some of these teams to be eliminated from the playoffs and hope that a coordinator is going to go and do a lateral move, which would never happen. So you hope that like you get a quarterback's coach. I heard the Rams guy they're looking at because they want, it sounds like Mayo wants to go from the McVay's uh, Shanahan tree to bring in for the offensive side of ball, at least. Yeah. So Zach Robinson. Yeah. Um, so here's what I've come, here's what I've come to on this. And Ray, you wrote about it and have talked about it, that the, the crafts didn't have a plan. They've got a plan. Their plan is steadfast. It's in place. They put Gerard Mayo on the fast track to, to a head coach in the NFL through the Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft management, uh, upper management, uh, training school. That's why he went to Optum. He went to, he went from being an NFL linebacker to VP of business development for Optum. Like, you know, that doesn't, you, you don't get a vice president yeah, no. status in the corporate world as a linebacker in the NFL. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you're a smart guy and all that, but that was a craft dealing. They put him in that position to learn and have a, a, a different outside look. And this is how the crafts do business. Robert Kraft spoke at length about how important it is for it to be a family business. And specifically, he talked about never selling his uh, um, corporation and his businesses and keeping that all private and keeping that all family, having his sons be a part of the family. Robert Kraft is, uh, Jonathan Kraft is now a partner. He's not a son. He's a partner in, in the business and all of that. And they groomed this young man in Gerard Mayo to take over their NFL franchise and everything around it in terms of personnel and GM, I'm sure they have people in mind for that too, that they've probably already back channeled and spoke to. And we hear these names, names start popping up. Dimitrov, uh, Pioli, all these ex Patriot people that have been in the building before, or at least been part Ziegler. of it. Ziegler that are you know out there and need jobs. Um, so they probably think to themselves, our, we have our plan. We've talked to our people. We don't need to conduct all these interviews. They probably think they're steps ahead. And fucking maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe it'll work out. But it's certainly not traditional from what we see in most NFL um, circumstances. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because usually when you get into this circumstance, you're throwing shit against the wall. You're reaching into the dark and trying to find something that, that works. Trying to pull a little piece of that winning franchise into yours. Generally, it doesn't. And it takes a lot of tries. The crafts have their way. They're keeping it all in-house. We'll see I would at least I would at least interviewed some head coaches like wait till the divisional round try to get some interviews with some guys just in case when this does fail because it is going to fail with Mayo 
least you have some resumes like lined up and you can address that when Mayo's fired and you need a coach in 2027. Yeah, I would just like them to seek more information. It doesn't seem like that's something that they do. Uh, they always tend to have this feeling like, you know, we have this figured out. You know, it's all about what we've done in the past. We're going to do what's worked for us in the past. What worked in the past doesn't always work in the future. And I just wish that they would maybe be a little bit more proactive about getting as much information as they possibly could before making decisions. Um, ultimately, Ray, to your point, and if it's 33% for them to hit on a quarterback, if they hit on their guy, they're back. So it, it almost is that simple where it could just literally boil down to if per Mayo they're going quarterback and they hit on this guy, the they could get on their, that guy's back and he'll take him there. Yeah, so there's nothing. Drake May? Would you take Drake May? Is that, would, you, would you think he's going to turn the franchise around? I don't know if any of them would. I mean, if Drake May, if he's there, I think the consensus is that he's going to go in, in one in the one or two. But just, just real quick, Ray, any of sorry, these quarterbacks could do it. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, if you want to look down, scroll down just a little bit, Ray. I don't know if you see the Simple Minds Big Board. Simple Minds Big Board college football talk when we talk about some of the draft draft stuff that the Patriots might be into. Yeah, yeah, and that's the uh, next segment that we might want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. So just jot sorry, it down. sorry. So, I, I, so I, my mouse must have just went. You have down sticky there, notes, or take one of your. Uh, uh, Jizz towels and write down next segment. Take Kathy, it. Kathy, bring me my jizz towel. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, well, there goes all my. Fucking <laughs> He's so satisfied goes. with himself. He is so satisfied. Yeah. Oh yeah, he turned that around pretty good on me. Very good, good for you. Um, okay, here two two last questions. Two very simple. <laughs> three three last questions. The first one's easy. First one's a layup. Does like your mother. <laughs> He can have it, you know. <laughs> it's good for Ray to feel good. It's good for all yeah, of us. Yeah, he needs a win occasionally. Ooh, good. that was good. Yeah, sorry. Everybody. Go on. Go on. Does What'd Gerard Mayo hate Mac Jones? Yes. Absolutely. Who doesn't yes. hate Mac Jones? Okay. And does Mac Jones have any self-respect to keep showing up for all these cunts to this crush poor, him? This poor kid showed up His to that front center. Front center kid bash was awesome. Jesus Christ. Pick up a tennis racket, dude. Go play pickleball. Oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. There. Well, that's that's what I was going to talk about. That uh, clip that you sent us, Ray, and that it's getting out there of, of Gerard Mayo giving the answer to his who's asked, "Do you have a draft strategy?" Basically, and he said, "Well, we're going to pick someone very good." It sounded like a fucking Trump answer. Well, we're going to pick the the best player, the absolute best player at a very important position. Hmm. <laughs> So when they get the left tackle at like eight after they trade out. I hope they do. I hope that's the game he was playing, but I don't think so. It just sounded like a kid in the chocolate factory that was happy to be there. Just, gee, Willikers, this is just fun. He showed up to the press cards. The first thing he said was, wow, there's a lot of you here. No shit, dude. No shit. (laughs) This is big. You're the fucking neck. You're the the heir apparent of Bill Belichick, the greatest football coach of all time. No shit. There's going to be a lot of people there. They just give you a standing ovation for doing nothing. And then he goes and G Willikers himself across every fucking platform in New England, talking about drafting a quarterback at number three. Have a clue, bud. Proprietary information. Maybe don't give your draft strategy up on the first day of the job. You fucking green bee in the ears, dick. God. God, I have no fucking faith in this. I tried to talk myself into the craft it's method, not. the craft business fucking management staff. I tried to talk myself into it. The Maybe it's going to work. Maybe it's going to work. No, 
No, nope. the way that he's handling himself, and let's call it arrogance, Bobby. You've gone there. Let's call it arrogance. Just silly fucking G. Willikers arrogance. Grow up, Bitch. Peter Pan. Fucking Count Chocula. Yeah, Get a goddamn just playbook felt, and like, stand. I like that one. Like for him, for him to be doing like the thunder thing, it's like I'm justifying it. Like he's trying to show you how cool he is. Like, look, I'm making fun of my boss at my first meeting. Like, like that's like. Like something like that. He made he made some other joke about like the font on his paper. Like, yeah, look at your thirty font, you dumb fuck. Like, yeah, it's, it's like what? Like, it was just trying like, to show like how comfortable and cool he is. A guy over his head that doesn't that's bullshitting his way. Like, all credit to you if you can bullshit your way. God, God knows I have and continue to just bullshit your way everything every day. I do it through life. But you, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't do mm-hmm. that in the NFL. You're going to get caught. And every question that was specific to football, he didn't have an answer. He was asked about his offensive uh, strategy and game plans. He talked about the weight room. He talked. To, he was asked about his draft strategy. He talked about getting the best guy at a really great position. Like, he doesn't sound like he's ready for the job. He sounds like he's just happy to be there. Like you said, it's only been a week, though. So let's see what happens come March when he has to, when the season officially begins. And it's time to lure some of these free agents in because there was reports that an unnamed upcoming free agent, now that Gerard Mayo became coach, wants to talk to the Patriots about coming back, meaning Kyle Duggar. Like basically Kyle Duggar. Oh, I gone. think he's a draw. I think he's a draw. I think he is too. So I want to see what happens come that way. What can, who can you bring into this team because you're a player's coach and you're not doing the bring Patriot back way? Kyle anymore. Duggar isn't going to exactly. Uh, no, I'm just saying though. So, but like no, if these know, guys want to go be gone, kind no, of draw, man, he's gotten back. high high marks from all of the players, you know, specifically defensively, and you know, let's just uh, between a 72 year old. Uh, old cranky white guy and a young African-American head coach, it, you know, in this climate of the NFL, it, certainly that's more attractive to players to play for. Like He's that was a big a problem. Coach. Yeah. And more and relatable can understand it and speak to it. He's intelligent. He's bright. Like the guy certainly seems um, like he has his shit together, but can you tell me a little bit about what your football team is going to look like other than really great? <laughs> like, come on, man. Come on. Take it You'll seriously. have to wait till opening night, man. I guess that's the maybe that's the main maybe that's the word that I'm looking for. Take it a little more seriously, like. Mm. But are you saying shit. that? Are you saying that just because you've been dealing with Bill Belichick, the no nonsense fucking tight ass for the past 25 years here in New England, and pretty much it's like new for all of us. Now we have a guy like Mike McDaniel's who uh, jokes with the media and. I know that like rubs you the wrong way, but these young coaches, that's how they are now. They're just trying to be funny with the media, like lovable, likable kind of guys. The Sean Payton's, the Bill Belichick's, the Nick Saban's, they're all, they're all losing it. They're all past their prime. They're getting ready to retire. You don't have that no nonsense anymore around here. It's all this fun, loving, let's be friends with the media kind of bullshit. And it's just new to us. It's just foreign for us right now. Yeah, probably. There's probably some of that. And I also think that they're probably going a little bit overboard because of they course. because they know that they are trying to distance themselves from that climate that's been here for so long. So that maybe that's why we're getting that it, it feels ungenuine. Doesn't it feel feels fake genuine at, at points because it probably isn't. They're probably working really hard to distance themselves from a, the culture Belichick created for so long. Yeah. And I would just say knock it off, be do be yourself, be genuine to who you are and tell us about the goddamn football team and don't tell us you're drafting a quarterback with the number three pick please draft don't, t- don't tell us who you're drafting the number three pick don't do that please. Please. An idiot. 
Speaking of fucking idiots, let's throw to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you for that lovable greeting, Richard. We have seven games left in the NFL season now that the wildcard weekend has ended. Saturday night, we see the start of the divisional matchups. At 4.30, we get Texans versus the Ravens. Ravens are nine and a half point favorites right now. At 8.15, we get the Packers versus the 49ers. 49ers are also nine and a half point favorites. On Sunday, we have the Buccaneers at three versus the Lions. Lions six and a, point, six and a half point favorites. Then the last game, the main event, the Chiefs versus the Bills. Bills are currently two and a half point favorites. Uh, the, the Celtics are 20 and 0 at home, beating the Rockets and the Spurs on Wednesday night. And this is an NBA record. We may have to wait for, uh, we may have an NBA Finals preview on Friday night as they take on the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets. The Bruins, Jeremy Swayman was elected to the All-Star Game through the fan vote, and the Bruins are taking on the Avalanche as we record and winning 3-1. to one. The Red Sox have signed uh, no one this week. And finally, on this day in 2000, Michael Jordan, who led the Chicago Bulls to six NBA championships as a player, returns to, the, yes, returns to the NBA, joining the Washington Wizards as part owner and president of basketball operations. This has been Headlines with the Odds One. Back to you, Richard. Great job, Ray. No, I stuttered at one point. I'm sorry. Right, you got nervous. You looked over and see if we were making fun of you. But you were, and then I just went back to my day. I was not making fun of you. Just shaking my head in disbelief. Because um, I'm stupid or because of the stats I gave you? No, no. Because you're stupid. Nothing. Um, now, this one should go quick. Ray, you said... Because I covered it probably already in my opening take, right? Oh, that's right. We did go over that in the opening yeah. take. Okay. No. Uh, this is the Summons Big Board. Uh, hyphen bonos. Uh, this is really just me pigeonholing this uh, segment in. Um, you guys are out on Bo Nix. I'm in. I want him to take a left tackle. I want him to trade down. I've, I've outlaid uh, for this for you in our text chain and in a blog in simplemindsports.com. I'm going to give you the short version right now. You trade down. You got the Giants sitting there at six that need a quarterback. Or I saw a very tasty little trade with Atlanta, who a uh, uh, good old friend Bill Belichick down there. Not his mo. To trade up. If he but, goes there, that trade's not fucking happening. Look at look. He needs 15 wins to break Shula's record. He's 72 years old. That they're hiring Bill Belichick for the splash. He might get a little pressure to go get themselves some Jaden Daniels and be competitive. Because right, Ritter is not getting him 15 wins in two years. Sorry. They're gonna have to do something at quarterback. So I leave a little sliver of hope. I get it's not Belichick's MO, but I leave a little sliver of hope. But, you know, you have the Giants at six. There's some other teams there in the top ten. You trade down. You get yourself a Joe Alt or a, a Lumuyiwa Fashuno. Bless you. Thank you. Your left tackle for the next decade. Your franchise left tackle. These guys are as hit, can't miss as you, as you can get. We've covered this multiple times in the show. And then your top, two, your top five quarterbacks, four quarterbacks after that, presumably are going to be gone. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix. Then you're left with my boy, Bo. Now, what is wrong with Bo Nix? And if you say he's 25 years old, Ray, I'm going to jump out of my chair. What the fuck is wrong with being 25 years old? Can I ask you a question? What two games did you watch of this college uh, season? I've watched four games of college. Okay. And any of those deal with Bo Nix? I didn't watch Bo Nix, no. Have you? No. 
He just which, likes his name, Bo Nix. It's just a spread. He just plays a pro fucking offense. It sounds like a cereal, and he likes it. He's like, I want Bobby, my Bo Nix this morning. Bobby, they they all play. J.J. McCarthy played a pro. Does, does McCarthy, McCarthy fucking blows. Who's better, McCarthy or Bo Nix? McCarthy. Get oh, fuck it, Richard! Ray, who's better? J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, right. By the way, on the big board, Bo Nix is uh, labeled 22nd. Uh, JJ's 122. So you guys know what the fuck you're talking about. Bo- Put him Bo- at 199, baby, because when he comes to the Patriots, he's the resurrection of Tom Brady. <laughs> Bobby Bukaki is swayed by his Michigan. Uh, I- Look, if you can get Bo Nix with the 34th pick, you're telling me you're not going to take Bo Nix with the 34th pick? No, I don't pick? disagree with your strategy. If if you're stra- So basically, if what your plan is, go from three to whatever, let's say it's six, seven, eight, get another second round pick and what maybe a third and then get a draft a quarterback in the second and then get a, obviously another player whatever it is a wide receiver or another tackle uh in the second round depending on what you did with your other first round pick um even if you get one of the other top receivers there uh, with that other pick and then go tackle again sure go for it i i think the patriots need as many good players as you can um i i'm i'm not opposed to that strategy i'm not i'm not opposed to even like we've said before still trading down and just drafting other players and then getting a bridge guy so Look, I, they need they need a, a strategy i'm okay with it they need to draft a quarterback we right you were in agreement that they should not draft a quarterback in at the number three spot so Correct. then you have to project out on who's available at, at 34 uh yep. or if you have to trade up Look, there's going to be a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. I've looked, there's like nine or eight teams that, there's probably 12 teams that need one, but maybe seven, eight of them that might have the balls to take one in the first round and say we're giving up on Geno Smith, for example. Um, so there's a very good chance that, you know, Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy will not be there at 34. And is it worth it to give up the capital to get up to a 19 or a 20 to draft that guy? Now you can talk me out of it. But there's a lot of strategy talking about drafting up similar to what the Ravens did to that first round to get the extra year of uh, uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson. contract status yeah. with Lamar Jackson. So you have that on the table, too. My whole point around Bo Nix is I don't know shit about college football. You're right, Ray. But I started to look at the next tier of quarterbacks that will be available after, call it Penix. And Bo Nix is on the top of the list. You want to tell me, J.J. McCarthy, I name. won't argue with you, no. But Bo Nix... Runs a spread offense like every other fucking quarterback in the in college football. Stunk at Auburn. Am I a little worried about his failure at the SEC? No. Fuck you. He was great, and he's my guy. Can't wait from in three years from a, now. Just fucking. He's got all an over absolute this. cannon arm. You know what he reminds me of is a Jordan Love. He's got an absolute cannon arm. He can. He's mobile. He can run around. Kind of make a little bit of nothing. He's accurate when given time. He's got all of the faults as basically every other quarterback coming out of college these days. He can't really identify a rush and can't throw against pressure. Uh, is sporadic with his footwork because no one teaches these kids how to play the game anymore. They just rely on athletic ability because college football blows, and they all run around with their heads cut off and their dicks in their mouths and you know throw to the guy running a thousand miles down the down the fucking field. That's everybody. Can I ask you a That's question? Why we don't think Caleb Williams or Drake May or any of these guys are going to be successful because they're all you can't you can't identify what they're going to do. Very difficult to project. You draft them at thirty four, like you said. Do you start them day one, or do you, is this a project that where you have to make them sit behind Zappy for a year? Any quarterback I draft them sitting for at least a year. Okay. Fuck Zappy, you're out. Uh, go give me uh, give me the kid in Cincinnati. 
Oh, okay. Jake Palmer or whatever the fuck it is. What is Jake it? Browning. Browning. Jake Browning. Browning. Yeah. Jake Browning going to be a free agent this year. He's 29 years old. He's shown that he can play a little bit in the NFL with Burrow going down. Obviously, Burrow's coming back. He's going to go get a paycheck. Not that big of a, a big paycheck. Perfect. He's the perfect bridge guy. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I know that the Patriots have not hired a GM yet, so um, my resume is on LinkedIn if they want to go check that out. Uh, most of it is in business development, which seems to be right up their alley. Me and Gerard Mayo talk a little shop, follow my draft strategy, take it to the promised land, Gerard. Uh, that, this is what it's all about, McPhee 2024, GM. I didn't know this. I didn't know where it could be. Yeah, I need pins and a hat. Uh, can you get on that, merchandise manager, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to get your resume out there, too. Uh, okay, that was half of our segment. We did the other half at the beginning of the show. With You're Red. welcome. So yep. we're Just all so. done. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. <laughs> This is The Bachelor. What's she watching? She doesn't watch The Oh, ooh. You know what you need what to put in your... reality show is it? You know what you need to put in your quay? I was watching this before I came on tonight. American Nightmare on Netflix. Hmm. Put in your quay The Old Man on Hulu. Oh, Jeff Daniels? Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Both, both great. But I did... I, I do like a Jeff... Um, it's really good. I, I think we've seen... We're on the, like episode four... What's it about? Quick synopsis. Uh, X, this guy, he's uh, Jeff Bridges is an ex CIA agent, Sold. and his whole like uh, the whole storyline of everything he did in the past comes back. It's called PTSD. Eh, it's not like that, but his past comes back to haunt him, and he's on the run again, like doing CIA stuff. Like when Rich's mother's goes down on me, it just be PTSD from my eighth grade attempt with the. Because you couldn't get hard. Nice joke, idiot. You know it's a uh, you know it's a good one. That's the only person they'll actually wrap a mother joke into his own <laughs> own fucking dick deficiencies. Uh, I was going to say suggestion your quay uh, blows the neighborhood too. Uh, if you want to check that one out, it's it's shitty quality. Is it but... too like a numeral or like T O O? Like yeah, <laughs> no, it's a choose your own adventure. There's two O O and a T W O. And yeah, and both go wildly different ways. Yeah, all of them revolve around sucking a bunch of dicks. Uh, NFL, <laughs> NFL playoff. Oh, we're gonna get an angry email. Oh no, totally yeah. redeems himself. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of sucking dick, the NFL playoffs, Browns, uh, they suck. Fun. They went down. Joe Flacco's everyone had a lot of hope for the miraculous return of uh, the elite Joe Flacco. They go down to uh, Texans 45-14. Uh, I ask, are the Texans for real? I hope so. I'd really like to see them. They they go fucking, yeah, I want them to go for a run. They certainly I, look very good. Um, they, they were missing a few guys too, but yeah, they they look young, fast, strong. They look like a good team, well coached. They, uh, they might be one or two pieces away. Hard, hard to say. Um, I mean, that Browns defense was one of the best, if not the best defense all year long, and they tore them apart. Them up. So, yeah, um, we'll see. They got a, um interesting you know, matchup with the number one seed in the Ravens. But we all know what happens with uh, playoff Lamar. 
Dude, you're talking, I mean, between Texans and the Bills, take your pick of the hottest team right now in the NFL and going up against an ice-cold Lamar Jackson in a cold, cold, cold Baltimore day. It kind of feels like the Bills, like a Bills year. I mean, they've had to be on, like, they've had like a playoffs thing going on for a while. I don't know. I think if the Bills get past the Chiefs, they're they're going to the Super Bowl. They ain't going to get past the Chiefs, I don't think. You don't think so? You think the Chiefs mm-hmm. will win? Nah. It's the build here. Yeah, like 92 <laughs> or three or four or one. <laughs> Feels like one of those runs. They're the yeah. only team I have any feeling that like actually be like, would you be that surprised if the Bills won the Super Bowl? Yes. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. Not because of the way they're playing, because of the Bills. And Josh, Josh Allen, when the bright lights get on him, that butthole fucking quivers yeah. right up. Blockhead J, baby. Fucking blows, man. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> You know what I'd be surprised of right now is honestly, if the Chiefs don't go to the Super Bowl, don't you don't want to play the Chiefs? So that Rashid gotta... Rice kid is fucking turning it up right now, and now he's got that he's got like Tyreek Hill. Like they didn't they addressed it in a, the draft. They got a draft pick who's worth having on your team and making big production on your team. Nice. Well, yes, but you know. That's like saying the Patriots got it in the draft with Julian Edelman. You put a young kid with a little guts and talent around the best quarterback in the league and the best coach in the league, and he's probably going to pop. Uh, and that's what True. you got with Rice. I mean, he's very good, but you know, let's yeah. let's not forget it. It is Patrick Mahomes still with doing Patrick Mahomes shit. Forty-five to seven, they beat the Dolphins. Now, uh, I could very much argue the other side of this is the Chiefs got a layup here because two toot saw this coming. I was about seven or eight or nine or ten weeks late on this because uh, Tua never got hurt, which I predicted was going to happen. But these guys, the Dolphins, have choke, failure, trash, bad franchise, never going to work. McDaniel's that McDaniel kid shelf life with his fucking gold watch that doesn't work and his gold flame glasses and sprinting off the field and his quirky antics. It doesn't play in the NFL. It doesn't. You've got uber talent. You've given up a billion draft picks. You've paid a billion dollars to have the best talent, at least on offense and probably the league. And you fall short in that fashion, predictably again. Why? Cause it's negative three grow up pussies. That was had nothing to do with the weather. That was all Miami Dolphins trash organization doing what trash organizations do, falling on their face. You don't put any stock into that they had so many injuries on nope. the defensive side of the ball? Okay. Let me ask you something. Were they in the position to win the uh, AFC East with four weeks to go and completely yes. five weeks to go and completely blew it too? Yes. Could they have won it in the last week of the season, completely blew it to block it, JJ? Yes. And then the next week, did they go and completely choke on their own farts in the ice cold of Kansas City? Yes. Okay. Choke, 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 choke. Meltdown city. How many years do you, Bobby, how many years uh, you give McDaniel there in Miami? I would assume that probably he would have one or two more. He may, he's made the playoffs each time. So he probably at least, unless he completely has a four and 13 season next year, he probably has one more after that. Too soon, bro. Are you of the mind similar to Ray that if they continue to make the playoffs, he's, his job is safe? For a team like the Dolphins, yeah, because I do agree they are a trash organization. So if you make the playoffs, why are you going to fire the coach? Exactly. You're putting butts in seats down there, which yeah. didn't happen before Tua was At there. At a minimum, McDaniel. they are a competitive team. They do win games. They are relevant. So why would you – you, you don't want to – you fire the coach, the, you might Fair not point. get that back. Fair point. Flores had the team going in the right direction, playoff team, and then the owner uh, supposedly asked him to tank so they could go get a quarterback. Why'd they do that? 
Because they're a trash organization. Okay, so there we go. So I would argue the fact that you cannot predict that they have a sane brain as, say, uh, uh, the Steelers' ownership does, that, yes, Mike Tomlin can go 9-8 and eight every year and make the playoffs, and they are happy with that because they have a contending team that maybe could pop. They are going to look at the flash and the dazzle and want a Super Bowl, and maybe one day they just decide, ah, blow it up. How many Steelers coaches have there been? I think he has a coach job. Yeah. They've had three, right? Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin. Is Chuck Knoll yeah. the original coach? Maybe it's like three in the past like 40 years, but maybe four. They, okay, those were the last three. I don't know if there was another. Yeah, but... I think they're like, I think that, yeah, I, you're right, Bobby, but I, I, technically I think there's more than three. Yeah. But probably, you know, there's probably a guy there before Noel or something. Um, all right, there you go. Uh, Packers 48, Cowboys 32. Love it, love it, love it, Raymond. Uh, you know, right out of the gate. Well, they go down 21 nothing. Yes. Uh, Dak Prescott, two horrible picks. Uh, Jordan Love carving that defense up left and right. Uh, McCarthy will not be fired. They're going to keep him around. Which is the dumbest shit. You have Bill Belichick there. Why wouldn't you even I know. Like, be like... Uh, I would have Pete loved Carroll. to have seen Belichick on the Cowboys. Loved Pete, it. Pete Carroll still says he wants to coach. He's 72 years old. He still has uh, gas left in the tank. And if I was Jerry Jones, why would you bring him in? He's had success everywhere he goes. I mean, he did build the first Patriot Super Bowl with his draft. The guy knows what he's doing. That wasn't Pete Carroll, but I see your point. Um, let me ask you a question. Pete Carroll didn't have uh, GM responsibilities, but we don't have to go down the road. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, what? Let me ask you a question. It was Bill Parcells. Uh, who's a bigger name, uh, Pete Carroll or Jerry Jones? Who's a, who, in the NFL? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. You think so? You don't think yeah. Pete Carroll goes into the, goes into Dallas as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and outshines Jerry Jones? No. Jerry would never let that happen. Well, mm. to my point, do you think Jerry Jones is going to hire a, a guy that Super Bowl winning coach of the echelon? Certainly, Bill Belichick is a bigger name than Jerry Jones. You think he's going to hire a guy that outshines Jerry in Jerry World? Well, Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. But he'll never outshine. He's a fat you know. cunt. Don't say the F word. <laughs> Rams 23, <laughs> Lions 24. Feel good story of the year. Uh, Lions squeak out the win. Uh, King of Detroit, Jared Goff is beloved, will forever be beloved with that one uh, playoff win. The first time in 30 years, the Lions have won a playoff game uh, at home and uh, NFL gods and justice is served. The Lions get another home playoff win. Uh, game, sorry, with the loss by the Cowboys after the Lions were fucked on that bad uh, two-point conversion missed call by the refs. So a little justice there for the Lions. Um, some de questionable decision from McVay. I don't know if you guys watched that game at the end of, of the game and kind of, you know, really throughout the game, going for fourth, not going for fourth, settling for field goals. Um, Matt Stafford was knocked out fucking cold in that game. Uh, came mm. back. Maybe that had something. Just like that. It's like how does uh? I thought they had a uh, outside doctor on the sidelines, like checking out for these concussions. And clearly, I mean, he was knocked out cold. His eyes opened up wide, and then you could see him snap too. And he came out. Came out. It's the playoffs, so the doctors are like, "Yeah, well, like, okay, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine." Did you we'll see that clip I sent you of Amendola and Edelman talking? Yeah, and they they would they would um uh, they both got concussed so much that. Before in every play or series or whatever, they'd remind each other of the date, the time, where they were playing, like what you know, what the conditions were. So when they got to the booth, they could just repeat out of that memory instead of yeah, yeah. So basically, they're all fucked with CTE. 
Um, Lions or Texans best feel good story in the uh, NFL. I, w- I would love to see that Super Bowl. I think that would be an entertaining Super Bowl. Two teams that never been there. The darlings right now, they're the dark horses to make it. But yeah, that'd be something fun to watch. But I certainly don't want to see that Super Bowl. Um, but uh, I do. Lions are the better feel good story. Would you rather see the Lions take down the Chiefs in a, uh, you know, in, in a, in a, in a, you know, nope. What am I trying to say? A, a underdog versus Goliath story. A David versus a Goliath I, is what you're looking for, yeah. I'd rather watch the Lions in the Super Bowl than the Texans, I guess. Yeah, I really give a shit about the Texans, but I like, don't want the I don't want the Chiefs to be there just because I'll be shitting my pants and out of anger. Like I'd be on the edge of my seat, a lot of hate. If it's the Lions and the Texans, it's two darlings. I'd be like, I don't care who wins. This is going to be a very entertaining game. I would have zero stress. You're looking out for yourself in that one. Yeah, my heart because <laughs> my arteries are probably clogged already. So true that. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that you might get that diabetes spike. Uh, Steelers I already had diabetes. No, no, that's my father. My father. No, that was my father. Uh, right, he does. He does. He doesn't want to talk about it. Insulin spike <laughs> when he gets stressed. Uh, Steelers seventeen. Uh, Bills thirty-one. Talked about that. Uh, you know, Steelers didn't belong there. Just outclassed. No, I don't take much out of that game. Uh, well, we Eagles- got Mason Rudolph too. The, I mean, that was it wasn't Kenny Pickett out there. Small hands Pickett. It was Mason Rudolph. Whatever happened to Kenny Pickett? I thought he was injured. He got benched. No, he got Kenny- injured. Kenny yeah, then he came. Wait, Mitch yeah. Trubisky and uh, Rudolph are the same people. It doesn't matter. They're the same. They're the, literally the only team that has the the, the three same exact players at quarterback. Yeah, like, that's true. They just they, need a quarterback. Their team is good. This is what we're going to be saying for years to come. Hence, a team. team that, our like, team's not good. What do you, I would I'm love saying to say this that. is what we're going to say that you know this team's good, but that quarterback sucks. When we get Bo Nix. <laughs> Second McPhee. <laughs> Eagles nine, Bucks thirty-two. The fall from Grace is a long and hard one for the Eagles. Um who's the coordinator for the defense over there? Matty P. Oh, that's right. He's going Trigger. to Atlanta. He doesn't have to worry about this shit. <laughs> no one's no one in the media has really put that together yet or put it out there that Patricia took over that defense and was has been the play caller and uh just getting absolutely shredded i mean so, I, I, do you, are they doing that in philadelphia <laughs> uh yeah i'm sure I, they are they I, must I, be. I assume so but yeah but they're not talking about it in the national spotlight about how patricia went there and failed miserably and but don't break bend baby bend bend bend, bend all the way over yeah. um there was a uh, clip from the Manning cast. Ray Lewis was on there, and they were replaying the poor tackling, like five guys. It was like little giant style crashing into each other. Ray Lewis, like almost killed another person watching that. Uh, the replay is just. How, you gotta listen to me, Peyton. How do you how do you let that happen? You you gotta attack. You gotta, you gotta anticipate and attack. These guys don't want to be there, Peyton. Ugh, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. <laughs> oh, like. <laughs> he killed the guy. He's so a fucking funny. asshole, but I do, I do get, I'm very entertained by the way he speaks. It sounded like Colonel Ingus that you were just. <laughs> uh, and then he got arrested when he was close. hiding in the trunk really of a close. car. That was very close. My dearest Tubman. That was low, a little bit slow. It'd be a little bit lower draw. We talk do about you remember when that started? Colonel Ingus. Yeah, of do course you I do. Okay. We're jammed in the back of some car with a fucking buck knife talking about shaving her nuts. Yeah. Oh, Grant, <laughs> Grant picked his balls for his wife, and he was like, yeah, he's a straight razor blade. We're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Story for another day. If you are a uh, subscriber to the newsletter, stay tuned. We might have a uh, 
fun little deterrent from New England sports called the uh, Colonel Ingus and Tabitha uh, trials, and they're very entertaining. They're very entertaining. You'll have to so, read up, Bobby. I don't have the time and energy to explain it to you. <laughs> you wouldn't get it either with your fucking your, your balls. Your Connecticut, yeah, yeah. He has, or it's like a nice fucking like uh... scalp this sack long ago as part of the tribal entry. <laughs> <laughs> Scalped it. Uh, up next, we've got the uh, Texans versus the Ravens, the Packers versus the four. Some uh, cool matchups, you know, classic Packers 49ers matchup. <laughs> Chiefs versus Bills is, you know, the big one. Uh, and then you got the Bucks and the Lions, and kind of your. <laughs> you could see the Lions in the NFC Championship game. Oh, God, yeah. either the Bucks or the Man. Lions are going to be there. Fuck the NFC Championship game. David versus Goliath. Let's take them all down. Put the winner of the Packers and 49ers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know the Packers. All right, give me your... Fine uh, with either one. So, wait, all right, well, that's what you want to happen. What do you think is going to happen? 49ers. Oh, I think it's going to be uh, Bills 49ers. I do think all the pressure is on the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Till till next week. What who's getting to the championship? What's the final four? 49ers, Lions, uh Bills, and Texans. Yeah. I can see the Texans. I I think the Ravens beat the Texans, and then the Ravens lose week after. Um yeah, I've been saying all along they shouldn't have sat Lamar, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go Texans there, and Chiefs blockhead blockhead JJ is going to get in the way. Uh, Texans Chiefs Mahomes first away playoff game in Buffalo. I just don't want to see Mahomes go to another AFC Championship game because I can't stand the whole Taylor Swift, Brittany Mahomes press. Why do people shit. get so fucking upset? Who gives That's not upset. I, you know my take on Brittany Mahomes. I fucking hate her. I've hated her for so long, and I love very annoying. Swizzle. I love T Swizzle. That's my girl. I jam to her with my daughter all the time. But I mean, it's time. I, I would like to see something Swizzle. new in the AFC. Yeah, T Swizzle. We're girls. I mean, look, the further they get, the harder they fall. A nice like. No, I want to see the Bills. I want to see something different. You wouldn't want to see the Texans beat the Chiefs. Oh, I'd like, love to, but I don't want that. With that I don't want Arrowhead to be sitting Stadium. at the air. I want something that I'm just like, you know what? I don't care because I don't want this body. I'm 38 now, Rich. I I can't. I eat terribly. Would you do something? Do something to change it, you lazy bastard. Yeah, you fat oh. fuck. Tell Sorry, your mom to F-word. roll over once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fired tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Good for Ray. He's having a fantastic night. Yeah, we'll let you go. We breezed way past the quota, so yeah, keep, keep it rolling, baby. <laughs> I have no problem with the Chiefs. I really don't give a shit. I hate the Bills. For, I, I'm just so annoyed by the Bills. Mostly just our friends who are Bills fans. Uh, I like to shove it in their faces, but. I guess I don't have enough Chiefs fans in my life that annoy me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, give me a Bills Bills 49ers Super Bowl. That's what I'm looking at. Ugh, 90s. Nostalgia. Yep. I just want to see something new. Lions, Texas would be yep. amazing to watch. I just... Yep. Uh, I think the Packers 49ers game is interesting. I think the Packers are going to play so loose because they got nothing to lose in the 49ers. I mean, they're going to be real tight. All the pressure is on them to get to the Jordan Love. Top past what since week ten he's just been on fire. He's yeah, he turned his whole season around. I mean, he's nasty. The, I mean, that, the yeah. Packers just look fucking good. They got good players. Yeah, playing very well. Yep. Um, all right, there you go. There's your football talk. We're right back uh, with this or that with Chief Bobby. 
All right, we're going to give our uh, cerebral cortexes a break. We're not going to do the spirit walk of truth. Uh, we have God. to go down simulation theory again. We may end this before 10 o'clock. Yeah, I got a few big ideas for the next one. Yeah, good. Great. Um, I got down a rabbit hole my uh, very long drive to work today. I sent you one of them, the Mandela effect. And, yeah, but... That was uh, the Mandela that effect. Was real fucking, that's, a, that's a good one. Well, that's one like the Mandela effect is one of the, in its own. And that thing I sent you ties it into like universes colliding and like different. So the whole, yeah, it's a very spirit walk of truth. Yeah, I, I went down like, one of my own called Ro- Roko's Balisk. Balisk. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Look it up. Okay. Roko's Balisk. This might be, it might, it might be, uh, there might be a segment on this one. I'll just wait for the email. Very good. <laughs> Put your glasses on. Ready? I'll wait for the email and then clear my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this or that with you, Bobby. Pick it three or trade out. Trade out. We've been talking about trade this out. all night. Yeah. Trade it out. Dingleberry or prairie dog? Which uh poop which poop faux pas would you prefer? Prairie dog. Really? No way. Yeah. <laughs> well, give me a nice little dingleberry. I want the yeah. poop out. I want the poop out. Yeah, but it's gonna be like on your butt. Whatever, it's fine. I can just pick it off. But the poop—the whole out. deal with Dingleberry is like you got a little, a little stink fashion effect thing going on. Uh, depending on how bad it is, but it's really the removal of the Dingleberry that is tough. You know, it's a little yeah. painful. The Prairie Dog is just nonstop stress. Yeah, exactly. You just I feel like it that, like though. pressing up against I, you. It's like my dick on your mother's ass. It's, you don't know. Aww, it's just Bobby's always getting, there. Bobby's waiting for the end to get yeah. involved. All right, I like it. Just the tip. Mm-hmm. All right. Orange juice or apple juice? Well, apple I'm not juice. a five-year-old little pussy that plays video oh, games. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a five-year-old little pussy. <laughs> I don't fucking drink that juice shit. Did you, you said apple juice, too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Orange juice gives me diarrhea. Yeah. I don't know if it's the fucking... Well, act. you're on the prairie dog train. Just fucking yeah. hop on board, man. <laughs> what grown man drinks apple juice? What grown man... Fucking sits in his basement with his pants off. I don't off, sit in my basement with my pants off and lifting in a fucking apple juice. juice. No. Goddamn Fortnite. <laughs> Getting told he's no. a loser by five year olds. <laughs> a sweaty God. loser. Sweaty loser. Oh, are you sweating over there? Fucking lift dick 696903. <laughs> <laughs> I know my screen name. You fucking play video games, don't you? Nice fucking, nice gun, pussy. <laughs> Next, Bobby. Come on, please. <laughs> Tell your mom Water park be late. or the amusement park? Amusement park. Uh, Ooh. Both below. <laughs> Actually, I change it. Water park. Yeah. Give if me I can look park. at some fucking wet titties, I'm in. Uh, if I have to choose, I'm going to go water park. But given the option, I won't be caught dead in any of those for the rest of my life. Or I will kill myself in one of those at some point. No in fun, McPhee. Lasagna or chicken parm? Chicken parm. Lasagna. No Too brainer. many noodles. Too many noodles. Give me that fucking chicken. Lasagna. Yep. Give me that fucking chicken. Fucking fried. Nice, thin, thin, thin chicken breast. Yeah, it's tough to beat a, a good chicken parm. Uh, I make a, a good lasagna, but uh, I might go chicken parm here. Uh, I make a good chicken parm. Is this full dish or does it have, could we go a chicken parm sub? Ooh, yeah, whatever, why not? Whatever you want, I guess. Between garlic bread, have you done between garlic bread? 
Little boots. Done it between garlic bread now. Try it and change your fucking world, little marinara sauce. <laughs> Never pay taxes again, or the call rule pop. works on anybody. Call rule works on everybody. Yep. Because I wouldn't have to pay taxes because I'll call IRS and say, I'm not paying you anymore. I called it. Boom. That's like huh. getting a genie and wishing for more wishes. <laughs> oh, so be, do that. There's got to be rules in this. So if I say I call your mother, sucks my dick. If you're just walking by and somebody has a coffee, yeah, I call that coffee. Ah, fuck. Like simple shit. Yeah, yeah. You can't say I call being president of the world. Yeah. (laughs) Play by the rules, right? Simple call rule bullshit. Never pay taxes or that, Ray. Uh, I'm going simple. Still simple call rule. It's tough not to. Just to be a cunt at any point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cunty, the cuntiness is very uh, uh, yeah. appealing, but um, that's a lot of money. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. But think of will... the day-to-day joy that you would get from that—that that little bit of extra money. What's that gonna do for you? Well, Nothing. I will just sprinkle it or dash it in people's faces and get that enjoyment back from me. Ha ha. Ha I feel good. I'm going no taxes. Right. With the caveat that. Once a week, I walk down the street and haha, uh, everyone's face, cash in someone's face with a monocle and a fucking. You better have a monocle and a cane. It's like you're the Monopoly man. Yeah, <laughs> with a, a tuxedo, but no pants. Haha. <laughs> 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 Pool or a hot tub at the house? Hot cool. tub. Yeah, hot tub. Hot tub. Pools are overrated. Yeah, pools are stupid. Mm hmm. Porn star or the casting agent that chooses the porn stars? Casting agent. Yeah. I think that's the choice. Just sit there and has to be. check it out. Nobody yeah. wants to have sex on demand. That sounds terrible. You take a fun thing and you make it work. No. Yeah. Also, control. Like mm. power. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That dick's intimidating me. Get out of here. Oh, you were talking about casting agent for the women. Oh, I had this backwards oh however you want you can <laughs> i would like I, whatever I like you this. prefer what's that girth can you please tell me sir okay. yeah exactly yeah, yeah put that put that right here <laughs> in the palm of my hand let me see i'm not oh, a those, are, those are very oh, bald testicles you have <laughs> a physical learner no. jesus these look scalped are you cherokee <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Got our next working title. Indian plows. <laughs> Perfect. Jacket or sweatshirt? The sweatshirt. I fucking hate jackets. Yeah, I do too. I hate jackets. They, I, they, I hate them. Sweatshirt. No. Uh, jacket. I like jackets. I don't mind a jacket. It's class here. You got buttons and shit. Just as warm. Nothing, nothing pisses me off more than having to zip something up. I don't know. I fucking hate it. I don't want it. I either want it on or off. I don't want to have to zip it. Broccoli cheddar soup or French onion soup? Broccoli cheddar soup. Mm, French onion. I think I'll go broccoli cheddar as well. My I man. don't like either of them. Both of them are stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> you fucking agreed. They're both stupid. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go with you, dumb dumb. Whatever. Somebody was talking about Panera for lunch. I got that fucking idea. <clears throat> That's right. fine. Live in a world where Vikings still raid and pillage occasionally, or no internet and no sports in the world. Vikings. Oh. 
What about cold shower, warm bath? Oh, oh yeah. What about what about it? <laughs> I like a nice cold shower once in a blue moon. It wakes you right up. Yeah, cold hey, shower every day. Cold give shower. Me, give me the cold shower. I can't mm. sit in a bath. No. Because I stink as it is. So yeah, I'm I very dirty. My that's own bad. Stink. That's gross yeah. water. It's not good. Yeah. Like an asshole hanging out. No way. <laughs> Dingleberries floating on the top. Prairie dogging out. Yeah. Fucking gross. All right. The Viking one. So you could just be out in the world and Vikings could still raid and pillage. Yep. Or, I'll go with that. Or <laughs> no sports, no internet. Yeah. I said what I said. Yeah. Uh, the entertainment factor is definitely the Viking. In reality, just no. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't mind that. You can imagine just like all of a sudden, uh, they just, the boat just comes in. Just, oh, it's the Viking. <laughs> But you could we yeah. befriend them? Can we make friends? Is that yeah? Uh, I know no, you're not a big come history and guy. Head you with their axes and rape and pillage. Yeah, are there any video games that uh, really spell this out for you? They're not great people. Yeah, they're bad. Bad. Hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah. I'm still going Vikings. Mm-hmm. Well, you will be dead. That's fine. Yeah. At least I can still watch sports. Yeah, I gotta live in porn. the Viking world. I, I mean, what else am I gonna do? We'd have mm-hmm. to give up the podcast or just do conspiracy theories. So. Well, we can just talk to each other on the phone. Oh, fuck that. I yeah. hate talking on the phone. We could just report on the latest Viking raids. Yeah, every time <laughs> I've called you, which is probably, I can count on my hands, like I've had a, like a voice, and you always answer the phone the same way. What? <laughs> yeah. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate talking on the phone. I don't like talking, uh, I don't like talking socially on the phone. Like if, we're, if I'm on the phone, we would get to the point and get off. Hence why you say what when I call. Yeah, what's up? What do you want? <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't what's up. It was what. <laughs> Don't call me. Done. We're right back with Simplest Minds of the Week. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Stupid as stupid does, Miss Blue. I guess. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. Uh, simplest minds will be a couple candidates here. Uh, we've got at number one. Now, this is not terribly simple, and I'm and I'm sure uh, Dr. Big Mac will have an opinion here. Uh, I just thought it was funny, and I thought the, actually, the line was funny. Uh, but a report came out about the Baltimore Ravens and the amount of Uncrustables they eat. No, you guys are familiar with Uncrustables? Yeah, I don't like them. You don't? Nope. You're such a weird fucking... The Uncrustables. You're a little bit hard to pin down. Other than generally your opinions are going to suck and be dumb, it's hard for you to really understand like where you fall uh, and what you like and don't like. Mm-hmm. Now, why don't you like Uncrustables? I just, it, it's a lazy man's sandwich. I mean, why wouldn't I just go you and like make a, my own? Do you like a, like a generic peanut butter and jelly? Yes. So, well, no, I'm sorry. It has to be a certain name brand and name brand in order for me to eat my peanut butter and jelly. Oh, and we don't want to uh, label these here because we don't want to piss off other sponsors? No, it'd be wheat bread, Hannaford wheat bread, wheat thin bread. Uh, then it would be Peter Pan peanut butter, but I haven't been able to find it in a year. So now it's been Jif. And then it's butter? grape uh, jelly from Hannaford. It has to be Hannaford grape jelly. With an apple juice box. No, I like a nice uh, Sprite Zero nowadays. It's nice and quenching, my thirst. <laughs> Simple Minds. 
Yeah. And then Ruffles chips. It has to be Ruffles chips. Fucking grape jelly. Hannaford grape I'm jelly. Just, no, I, I know it very well. As a small <laughs> as a as a kid, grape jelly, Hannaford grape jelly was in was a staple at the house. Yes, I get yes it. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I also enjoyed those as a uh, boy. But you don't like Uncrustables because uh, it's it's more of a principle. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's because I'm an old man nowadays and that I'm um, just showing my age, but well, oh. fuck that shit. If we just looked at your diet, it would it would scream young, young fucking child. <laughs> chicken tenders and grilled cheeses every day. I don't fucking eat grilled cheeses every day or chicken tenders. Really? Uh, I don't. Uh, just real quick internet search here. Maybe a reason you haven't found uh peter pan uh peter pan recall uh 425 cases of salmonella across the united states does that give you green poop salmonella yeah Uh, i'm not sure if green poop's linked to it makes you sick quite sick yeah yeah and it gives you like uh i think it gives you green poops you know what does give you know what does give you green poop vegetables uh butt sex with a big green dick Mm. (laughs) I like Bobby's better. Okay, cool. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, the Ravens <laughs> yeah. certainly like Uncrustables. They uh, put down about 70 a week, 7,500 of them throughout the season. And this quote from Sarah Snyder, the Ravens' director of sports nutrition, which is just another thing that made was funny. The director of sports nutrition is giving these guys fucking Uncrustables. 7,500 sure a week. The sugar in those things, I'm sure, is, you know... Not great for professional athlete, but she said, uh, "quote I'm surprised at how many people eat at least one peanut butter and jelly a day, and they don't get tired of them." I don't think you're dealing with people, Sarah. You're just dealing with yourself. What are they running a daycare over there? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I thought it was funny. Uh, here's the next one. Um, reporter, <clears throat> a woman reporter, asks Todd Bowles how he will prepare his team for the weather in Detroit for their upcoming playoff game. She should have been fired when she got back to the office after asking that. Now, of course, Todd Bowles, the head coach of the Tampa Buccaneers, uh, professionally kind of waited to see if it was a joke and then responded, uh, "We, it's a dome. We play inside of a dome. So, no, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You dumb bitch, I think was the quote. I think he said dumb bitch. Yep. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. No, Todd Bowles didn't say that. Uh, what an idiot! Speaking of idiots, uh, speaking of idiots, um, this is more. This is certainly more of a sad story. Is uh, it? Well, it's sad in, in one way that we're not allowed to make fun of Jim Irsay anymore. I don't think, but maybe, maybe you can. Uh, yeah, Jim Irsay, owner of the Indianapolis Colts, found unconscious in his bed due to an overdose in December. Um, there was no real follow up on this. I asked the question: Is he dead? Apparently not. No, I don't think he is. But no one's saying he's alive. No one's confirming he's alive, and we haven't seen him. Yeah. Isn't uh, he touring with his band right now? I think it's James Dolan. No, Jim Ursay also is traveling. I think he had a band as well. Of course he did. The 64-year-old Silver Spoon Baby that was given an NFL franchise from his daddy uh, got himself hooked on pills, party too hard, um, made a mockery of himself on multiple occasions. I don't know if we need to have too much sympathy for him, right? No. Between the age, the the whole uh, life g- gifted to him in a golden. He's also carriage. been targeted because he's a a rich white billionaire. So we should, you know, jump on the targeting. Have some sympathy for that. 
Um, well, there you go. Hopefully he comes back strong so we can continue to make fun of the uh, ridiculousness that is Jim Irsay. Uh, hey, Quinn, what's up, man? I got a nice, I got a little did you know fact here, factoid. Oh, please, please. And the show is, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Uh, so Jim Irsay's father, Robert Irsay, gifted him the team. Um, Jim Irsay, you know Jim Irsay was the GM of the Colts in the 90s? I did How do they do? 94, Jim Harbaugh, I think, right? Oh, didn't he draft, help draft uh, Baton? Or was he owner by then? He was owner. Oh, he's owner by then? I think uh, uh, Robert Ursay died like 90. That was, uh, what's his face? Or something. Um... Oh, oh, fucking, yeah. Go pull him. Robert Ursay bought the LA Rams in 1972 for $19 million. He then traded that team for the Baltimore Colts. Imagine that going down these days. Just uh, I trade you owner, Patriots yeah. for... Yeah, uh, Seahawks deal. Yeah. We're in. Deal. Yeah. Throwing a Jupiter, Florida hand job, and you're in. Uh, <clears throat> tucked uh, from Baltimore, they tucked tail and run in the middle of a snowstorm. Here's the story behind that the city of Baltimore uh, wanted Ursay to pay for improvements of the aging Memorial Stadium. They got nowhere in getting him to pay for those improvements. Uh, earlier that day, the Maryland legislator had passed a law allowing the city to seize the team from Ursay via eminent domain. So he signed a deal with Indy and moved the team in the middle of a snowstorm. This tuck all this shit, got the got the helmets and said, Fuck you, I'm out of here. You can't you can't take my team, Maryland. I'm out. <laughs> Imagine that happening nowadays, too. No. Well, yeah. first of all, NFL teams are probably more powerful than cities like Baltimore. And it's, oh, yeah. it's my ass, no. <laughs> eminent domain i own you but yeah no the trading of teams and uh a state taking a or city taking a uh nfl franchise from eminent domain is pretty wild uh obviously you know baltimore fans were pretty pissed so they got the ravens in when the ravens that was because of cleveland yeah like that was 2000 or something cleveland, like that, right? so... i think 2000 95 96 because Browns left the or the were moved there for ninety five, is that right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's true. The Cleveland had left too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Cleveland, right. When uh, Cleveland came Belichick to Baltimore, fired. Art Modell. Yeah, Art Modell moved the team to Baltimore. Kind of like the same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was later than ninety four. I thought that was earlier. I thought that was closer to two thousand. Because Belichick's whole thing was he built that Ravens team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, because that's when Ray Lewis was drafted as a Brown, but that was the first year that they went, and it was 95. Really? Sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ray Lewis was drafted as a Brown. Like that yeah, was but in 95? Yeah. Okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, this has been the Simmind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, January 19th. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got a lot of beeps to do. We definitely hit some quarters tonight. No, hmm. What was he
Hello, gentlemen. Robert, Richard. Boys. How are you? Doing just fine yourself. I can't wait for this big game that you thought up. Yeah. Real excited. I guarantee you I get Real like a minute into it. Richard's like, this is fucking stupid. I'm I'm I am psyched for bot pods. Guess what I'm thinking? Fucking uh, guess what with bot pod. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well done, Robert. We need to have a new segment. It's like uh it's like playing hangman with words. <laughs> we did that segment hangman. once. <laughs> yeah, it's it's letters, not words. Let me uh let me guess. It's something uh surrounding uh, either a spiteful hate towards me, tits, or cheeseburgers. Neither. None of them. None of the above. I assumed you were going to name women and if we wanted to fuck them or not. Okay, starting with Rich's mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> uh, that was me. my assumption on what it was. Wrong. Um, wrong there, Robert. You're wrong. It. I'm really I'm I was actually looking forward to that. Uh, I actually had completely forgot about that because my uh, short term memory. Wanted to fuck ter- fuck your mother? Or... That was bad. No, Bobby's laughing. <laughs> like, oh, we can't hold it in. Oh, that's why Bobby fits in this show because he's easily entertained by mother jokes. Okay, there's not that many people that fall into the category. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Simple minds. All right, I it was pretty good. So like I fit right into it. We're narrowing them down and we're finding them slowly but surely. They are uh, becoming, you know, two to three of us. You know. It's a it's a gathering. We're getting to a movement. The simple minds movement is what we're, <laughs> is what we're shooting for here. We we're finding all the simple minded folk out there. Yeah, if you laugh at the low hanging uh, fruit of uh, fucking your mother jokes, then you're you're you are you're our fucking you're our audience. Thank yeah. you. Please <laughs> subscribe to our newsletter. It comes out every Friday. Come yeah. on down. Uh, no, my short term memory is so bad that I've already forgotten about Ray's stupid gaming he proposed, and uh, I was <laughs> I was on uh, the the top five uh, segment argument that we were. Uh, you got very angry, and I I didn't really want to talk about it anymore shame. because you got very upset about it. I didn't get you got upset. Oh, you were offended. No, you were offended. You were offended. I simply <laughs> stated my fact. You said the Broncos should be a top five franchise in the NFL, and, and I were, I spit yeah, at like you. a big orange clown like punch you in the head once, so now you don't like the Broncos, and you were offended oh, by it. Like you got angry. You get I mean, angry. I don't get angry. I just stated the facts. I'm a lover with these glasses on, not an not an angry man. Well, maybe we'll get that. We have lots of football talk. The top five uh, greatest NFL franchises of all time is a good one. But you know what? The uh, the dark days of sports are coming. You know, post yeah they are post Super Bowl. Um, you know, baseball, oh, the Celtics are good. Fucking Bruins are good. You can only talk about NBA basketball, regular season basketball for so long. What do you want to talk about? Celtics are twenty and zero at home. Awesome, cool. No, Missoula for a while. <laughs> Yeah, we'll rail on Missoula. You know, we'll we'll play that Bobby's out. Bobby's top twenty. We can talk about the Pascal Siakam trade. We could really break that down. Yeah, Cap how's impact. that going to impact the Indiana Pacers? Yeah, sure. We can get into some NBA See? talk like a bunch of nerds. My greater point was: let's save that top five segment for when we actually need it. There's lots of stuff to talk about today, and yet we've still rattled Thank on uh, because. And I am now. I'm angry. Great, fucking now. I'm angry. Cool. You've been uh, angry what? the whole time, <laughs> all day. You know the thing about me is. I'm always angry. I know. That's why it's not a surprise to me. Yeah. Well, go fuck yourself. Why don't you uh, kick us off with some <laughs> opening takes? Uh, thank you there, Richard. Let's play a little game. This is called the Top 10 Selected. 